Hello you guys, welcome back to the Simple Mission Podcast. Today we have a really special treat for you. Um, we are going to continue our conversation in the series of church hunters. And today we're going to talk all about, you know, that the perfect church out there does not even exist. And so we're going to go over why people, uh, we're going to define the term church hopping, why people church hop and why you shouldn't church hop other than the reason of trying to find a church home. And we go into why we should go to church, what really matters in looking for a church and not for uh, any other reasons like coffee and like, you know, the clothing and all kinds of stuff like that. So we feel like this episode is perfect for you if you are looking for a, a uh, church home or you're kind of, you know, waiting in the waters a little bit of seeing if there are churches in the area that you like or the church that you're in. It's probably not the right church for you if they don't have the right teaching. So just keep on listening and let's get into it. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Simple Mission Podcast. My name is David. And I am Leanna. And, and we're, we're the, the Bonds. We are newlyweds in our 20s, living for Jesus while just being real and open about our life. Figuring out your mission from God does not have to be complicated. Rather, it's simple. We bring you along as we talk about relationship, family, marriage, college life, simple living, and business. We pray that this podcast is a blessing to your life as we learn together every week and maybe have some laughs along the way. <laughs> beginning of 2020, Leanna and I decided to leave the church that we were currently attending and that we got married in. Two churches later and six months, we're back at the same church. (laughs) A few weeks ago, we discussed the experiences that we had while on the church hunt. The Lord really showed us a few things during this time of about six months that we wanted to share with you all. And if you're going through something similar, so if you want the full story, listen to episode two Yep. and to be able to get the full rundown. So we're not going to talk about the story twice. So what Leanna talked about in the very beginning is that, you know, this episode is all going to be focused on um, really church characteristics and also talking about why there is no perfect church out there. Mm-hmm. So I guess there are a few main types of people. I guess we can clump them into like three groups of call like churchgoers. So there are churchgoers that have been committed um, to the same church for quite a while. Maybe they've grown up in the area. They've gone to the same church their whole lives. Or maybe they've been going for quite some time. And that was me, by the way. Then there's another group. Group two. They are truly looking for a church home and are trying churches out in the area. So maybe they relocated or um, maybe uh, they like decided to look around. Maybe maybe their current pastor or church weren't like following the proper like guidelines and and the word of God. And uh, maybe they decided to look for a church home. Mm -hmm. So they're actively looking for a church home. And then, the, then there's the third group, and there are people that who church hop just based on several factors that aren't really uh, based on relocating, um, that aren't based on like what what the church vision is, um, or they're in it for some other reason. Yeah. So let's talk about why do people church hop? 
Well, for one thing I wanted to share before we move on is, you know, you've probably read it in the title of the episode, but we all have to realize that there is no perfect church that exists out there today. Um, It's because we live in a broken world and we're all human and we all make mistakes, even pastors and uh, church leaders. Um, And this year has been really rough and tough on a lot of churches and churchgoers and people who want to go to church for the first time. It's been very, very hard. And I'm sure that it showed a lot of true colors of some of those people. You know, when time gets really hard, that's when you really see how a person can react in those situations and it may not be pure. Um, so, but know that, you know, there's no perfect church out there, but it is worth trying to find that church home and just, you know, stay committed to it. But like David said, we're going to, um, I guess just define what church hopping is. Okay. And so church hopping is basically is someone who desires not to settle at any particular local church but would rather hop from church to church to suit their yearnings and or someone who finds themselves at a different church every couple of years for reasons beyond relocation, doctrine, and philosophy of ministry. Yeah. So that's what a church hopping means. Like, um, And so we actually had to like look it up because we've heard of the term. We just don't know how it's truly defined. You know, and uh, we did spend quite some time doing, doing research on a lot of this. Um, so... You know, we're not just pulling this, pulling all these like facts and uh, things like out of the air. So this has been well studied um, by us too. And, um, you know, just, and also we called um, a few mentors as well too, but we'll, we'll kind of get into that a little bit later (laughs) on. So I guess one of the reasons why people church hop is like the definition said, they, people avoid getting too deeply involved. Mm -hmm. So there's like surface level attenders. Mm Mm-hmm. And then uh, I, I just should go into that a little bit is, you know, some people just want to go to church and they just want to attend and, you know, listen to the sermon or whatnot. And then they leave right after. The, and I always call those people the back rowers because they sit yeah. in the back row and then they try to avoid any interaction. And they're like, oh, hey, we already got our little like Sunday church and so let's just get out of there before we like get to know people or they try to get our info or um you know, they try to get us to serve or whatnot. And yeah. People see it that way. They're more of a, like David said, it's like surface level. They're, they don't want to get too deep, deeply involved in the church and to get to know people. Yeah. Growing up, we used to call them the backseat Baptist. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Or, oh my gosh. Or the back row Baptist, if, if you all know what I'm talking about. It's just a little funny acronym for that. And it's so. funny because the, the pastor at our church a few years ago, um, I remember he was talking to me because I interned there, and he was saying how we need people to be, uh, I guess, front row front row leaders and so basically what that means is like we need people that want to get involved in the church and not not to say they always have to sit in the front row but it's just a metaphor for like you know you're always wanting to be there you you want to help people get to know people and uh reach out to people in your life and like outside of the church so we need like the front row leaders not the back row or, or yeah. what do you call it? The back row Baptist. Oh yeah. my gosh. So anyway, but the second reason uh, people church hop is it limits their accountability to leadership, meaning that they try to avoid being held accountable to their lifestyle and their sin in their lives. Yeah. Um, and that's a really hard one to kind of bring up because... Um, some people like may love, like they love their lifestyle or people... 
you know, grew up as a child, they knew the word and like, the parents like instill in them, the, you know, right and wrong. And, you know, they grow up and they, they're living wrong or they're doing other things that is, you know, other world. And um, so it's just like, they just don't want to do the truth because, you know, they hear a sermon and, you know, the pastor talks about, you know, the sin in our lives and we need to turn to God and repent and, you know, he'll forgive us. And they're like, well, I don't want to hear that. I'm just going to leave because it, it makes them uncomfortable and it makes them feeling, uh, I guess, convicted, you know, of their lifestyle and their sin. So that's a really huge reason that people like, I would yeah. say church hop. And also too, you know, we're trying to simplify this as best as possible. Um, and so, you know, we only have really one more reason why people church hop. And there's a lot of other reasons, but we decided to really talk about only three. Mm-hmm. And most of these three, these three reasons all have kind of a similar, um, I guess, meaning or kind of definition. Yeah. And that is dealing with sometimes with pride or um you know having the mentality that i can do it and i don't need anybody's help and so a lot of it is based on that and so you know like i've met people and i've talked to people that have been you know in quotations burned by the church um or the church hurt they had a really bad experience you know and so like we understand that you know and so that's really hard and so to be able to open up again and to, to be vulnerable to be vulnerable is very difficult. So we're saying all this, and it may, it may sound like oh it's easy, but it's actually really really hard. And so um, that's why this is a thing. I yeah. Guess, because it's it's difficult to be vulnerable to open up. Yeah. And so um, so what's the third what's the third thing? Well, the third one is like David said. You know, some of these reasons are kind of similar to the other, but the third one's a little different. Um, uh, like their lifestyle may change so they, they get into sin or their lifestyle in their lives is not according to the Bible and the church may not agree on it or someone say something uh, that they don't like or they get easily offended, their feelings get hurt, um, someone say something, someone does something and they leave like right away and um, I feel like that's like one of the main reasons that people leave a church or they church hop because like one pastor will say something or a person say something to them. It doesn't matter. Um, and they, they're really easily offended. They're like, well, I'm not going to take this. I'm going to take my business and do, do elsewhere. Um, so like, like David said, people can be hurt, but you know, they, they can have a lot of pride and like, well, this church is not running the way I would like it. So I'm going to leave too. So there's all kinds of ways that someone can be offended by in church and they leave. Yeah. And so basically those those three points are pretty much like why do people church hop that that we found um, after doing quite a bit of research and um, just kind of taking experiences that like we have experienced, too. So. So I think one more thing when David was talking about, um, I guess, people getting, you know, having that church hurt. I can definitely relate to that. Um, so the church I grew up in, I got really close to some people, like some uh, friends. And um, all of a sudden, like, you know, they kind of stopped talking to me or they thought that I thought something or said something that wasn't true. Like rumors goes around, like, you know, church is not perfect. Like we said, you know, people are still sinners, you know. So some people may 
spread some rumors or gossip or or whatnot that's not true and so you know the the friends I had you know believe something about me and my sister that wasn't true and so I, I remember feeling so offended and so hurt and I told my mom, I just don't want to go anymore, and um, I don't even want to make any more friends, because all I, every time I make friends, like, I get hurt at the end, and uh, I remember my mom said, you know, church is not about just making friends, church is about you getting plugged in, and, you know, you know, getting the word, and um, just, you know, having that community, even though some of the other people, um, I guess, kind of hurt you in the end, um, but I had to let it go, because, you know, in the Bible, it says, that you need to forgive so that the Father in Heaven will forgive you. And so that's something that I wrestled with for a long time, being bitter and holding, um, I guess, unforgiveness. So if that's you out there, if you're not going to church because someone hurts you and you have a lot of unforgiveness, the only thing that's gonna, the only person that's gonna get hurt is yourself, it's not the other person. And so once you, you know, pray about it and release it to God one day, you know, I know it can really hurt, but um, you can forget that person and move on and go back to church. Wow. That was I wanted awesome. to share that. What a word. What a word, Leanna. Um, okay, so let's get into a little bit of the word. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in Hebrews 10.25, it talks a little bit about um, the body of Christ and encouraging one another and being there for, for each other. But, you know, how can we be there for someone when they're considered or they're, quote, strangers, you know? Um, and one thing is, like, we cannot do life on our own. It's very difficult. Um, trust me, I've, I've, I've tried. <laughs> and uh, if we don't take the time to get to know people in church and actually get plugged in and um, find a good church home, then, like, you won't have any encouragement or anyone to talk to, to like, to walk alongside you. Yeah. In this life. Yeah. Um, as a brother or sister in Christ. Yeah. So Leanna's going to read uh, Hebrews 10.25 for us. Yeah. So what it says here, um, it's basically like a command. It says, let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not ne- neglecting to meet together as is the habit, habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. So basically it says, you know, you know, get together, like, meet together, don't, don't neglect to do that, like, it's really important, so that you can encourage one another, and I guess, build each other up, you know, when times is really hard, you know, as the day is drawing near, so, that's what the verses are about. Wow, that's good, so, you know, I guess, with this whole thing, with church hopping, and that verse just really talks about, like, what the, what the, the call for, um, the church and a reason why to go to church, you know, um, is for that reason that Leanna just read. Mm-hmm. Um, so with little to no opportunity to exercise um, their spiritual gifts. So whenever somebody's church hopping, you know, this um, is a big deal. Um, and, you know, we all have gifts from the Lord and uh, we all want to use those gifts. Sometimes it's a little bit hard to discover those gifts without... Um, being surrounded by a like-minded people mm-hmm. who are, you know, um, Christians who who do struggle um, and who do have their own gifts as well, and so this is a um, a pretty big deal as well too that that 
you know, one of the reasons why we shouldn't church hop is because you're, you know, probably going to limit your spiritual gifts and your, your just gifts from God. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and so how can we use them to serve God and people if we're, if we're hopping around? And so, yeah. you know, do you have anything to, to add on that? Um, well, the other thing is that, you know, you know, if someone does know what their gifts and abilities are, but they don't know how to use it because they only know how to serve themselves and like what their pleasures are, what their wants are. And if they're not plugged into church, they don't know that if life is not about ourselves. It's not about what we want to do. It's all about serving God and what God wants us to do and to serve others and to serve our community and the people you know, Jesus always talks about, you know, you know, being there for the poor and giving to the poor and the, helping the homeless and, and the widows and all of that. And how can we do that if we're only thinking about ourselves? So, yeah, that, that's my little take on it. Dang, that was good. Good again. Um, we, we have another uh, Bible verse for you guys, and it's Second Timothy 4, 3 through 4. And it says, for the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but have itching ears they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. So, wow, that's crazy. Like all the things that have gone down this year, uh, I definitely think that that Bible verse is um, definitely pretty true and, and, and accurate, you know? And so, you know, it's interesting how it says that they'll accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions what they want to hear so that's real interesting um and i i can't help to think that like as this world continues to spin and we get further in into the 2000s i just think that it's gonna get a lot more um there's gonna be more teachers out there quote teachers that are going to try to basically steal the sheep from like from the church and to basically make their own truth about what's what's not really according to the word of god and so um you know i feel like it's already begun and um there's a lot of a lot of false teachers out there and there's a lot of teachers that are are like in that gray area real gray like you know and and I don't know what their agenda is. I guess nobody knows but themselves. And so you have to really discern and pray to the Lord. Like if you're church hunting, like what is the most important and what really truly matters? Yeah. And I think the other thing is, you know, it goes back to why do people church hop? And that third reason is that, I mean, the second reason is that it, it limits their accountability to leadership. Um, so in, you know, what David was talking about, people try to find teachers or pastors that suit their own want and passion and whatnot. Um, it, it, I think those teachers or pastors or whatnot, what do you, whatever you want to call them, false prophets, um, I think they don't want people to feel like they're being held accountable for their sin. And they're like, oh, well, uh, God just wants you to be happy. And like, you know, those are things that people want to hear if they're not really rooted in the word, which is why we're bringing this up now because for season three, we, we felt like it was so important for us to go back to, you know, the Bible and, you know, 
reading the Bible, not devotionals, not not hearing it from other people. Other people um, could have it wrong. We have to make sure that we know the word and know what it says to know that if someone says something that's not with the word, you'll know. You'll be like, okay, that doesn't sound right. Let me go find it somewhere. And it's not in the Bible. It's like, oh, well, what they said was wrong. Not necessarily if someone is wrong, they're always going to be a, a false prophet or whatnot. They're human Maybe they say something because they just got it wrong or whatnot. But I think it's just really hard to hear when when I read that because, you know, they turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myth. That's what it says in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 4. And um, it's just, it kind of breaks my heart to read that because that is what is going on, especially in the age of social media and people you know, watching church online, and it doesn't have to be church, it can be, like, you know, motivational speakers. Yeah, and so, um, you know, before we really dive into what really matters and what to look for in a church, let's talk about Patreon. Yeah. And so, Patreon is a way to personally connect with uh, Leanna and I, mm-hmm. and it's a way to uh, not only support our mission, but as as well as get some really, really cool um, gifts along along there as well. So um, we have different um, giving options. There's the $3 a month, uh, which is like the lowest tier. And then we have all the way up to $75. Um, and so if, if, if it's on your heart, you know, like we really appreciate um, all the Patri- Patreons that we have. And um, we really thank God for for all of you um, that have supported us in this journey mm-hmm. um, and throughout one year podcasting. And also, we we made it a, a point not to bring ads onto this podcast, like or we, promotion or promotions or other things. Yeah. Other things. So you know, with that comes um, some work, and we can get there with your help. Yeah, so. yeah. So. Just check out patreon.com slash the simple mission and just sign up today. Yeah. Thank you all. So what really matters in a church and what, if you're looking for a church home, what do I look for? So we spoke with um, a few uh, of our mentors and asked this, asked them this question. Um, some of them have been uh, in the churches for many years, um, uh, pastors, pastors, wives, uh, for pretty much their whole lives. And um, they had a little bit a different approach from, I guess, like your everyday churchgoer. Um, They had an approach from a pastoral standpoint. And so, but we asked them, we said, hey, like what really matters? If someone's looking for a church, like what do they need to like keep in mind and look for? What's Mm -hmm. like the top of mind? Yeah. And so um, we're going to keep it simple. And basically it boils down to a couple of things, but what is their vision of the church? Mm-hmm. So, and that takes a little bit of time to like get to know their vision. Um, and we talked about it in episode two about how, if you are looking for a church home, you got to try it for at least like two to three weeks because you won't really know their vision for a little bit of time. Or like a month. Or like a month as well too. 
So take that time to get to know the church and ask them about what their vision is. Or sometimes you can just tell by just attending uh, and like talking to the people that go there. And then also a lot of churches do have websites. So you can always try to check out the website or their Facebook uh, page. And they always have a section on their uh, mission or vision or what we believe. Um, And you can see on there if they're a Bible-believing church or not, if you are a Christian listening out there. Yeah, and and you know, not only that, but do they practice it too? That's yeah. the big thing. Yeah. And so here's another big question to ask yourself is do they put Jesus at the center? Mm-hmm. And then what are their priorities? Yeah. So there are three main characteristics that we found uh and that our mentors helped us with about this whole topic. And um the first first one is called Bible teaching. So this has to do with like their vision, um, do they put Jesus Jesus at the center? Yeah. And so, would you like to talk about that some? Yeah. So, uh, so biblical teaching, making sure that the pastors or whoever's preaching is preaching from the Word of God, the Bible itself. Uh, they should help you engage into the Word and help you grow closer to God. And one main thing is, you know, are they sharing the gospel? Um you know, the gospel is the life and ministry of Jesus Christ coming, being born on earth, you know, sharing his, starting his ministry and then dying on the cross and then raising or rising again on, from the, on the third day <laughs> from the dead and saved us all from our sin. Um, so that's the, the, I guess, very small version of what the gospel is. And, um, and if they focus on the dead news for the lost people, but also, what is right and what is wrong and learning more about the Holy Spirit, all kinds of stuff like that, that comes in from the Bible. Wow. That's good. So, um, yeah, so that's obviously like probably like the that's biggest That's like a non-negotiable. <laughs> like, like yeah. don't even go to that church anymore if yeah. they're not even preaching the gospel or the Bible. Yeah. So that's a big one. Um, the second thing is like um, community and fellowship. So like... Uh, basically like how are they getting involved in their community um is it through like do they have multiple services for uh you know different types of age groups like do they have like youth groups like do they have a broad spectrum for mainly like all ages right Uh, and some churches don't have that and uh, a lot of them are maybe trying to focus on that you know what i mean and so but that's okay um, you know, like, do they offer Sunday school classes, uh, community groups, small groups, uh, youth groups and other groups that are within the church? You know, do they have like, um, a way for you to get connected with other fellow Christians or non-believers that want to learn about the Bible? Yeah. You know, and so that's a really a big, big thing is the community and fellowship, you know, because like I said earlier, we can't do this alone. Um, and it's, it makes it a lot, uh, easier, I guess, whenever you have other people there to share their experiences and or struggles. And then the other thing is, you know, you know, try to look for if they have anything beyond just Sunday morning and Wednesday night. So some churches also do Wednesday night like services, but try to look for if they have more than that, because it's hard to get connected with people if you're not, you know, sitting down and getting to know them in their home or, in, you know, places in the church like that, you know, allow for people to get together on certain nights or mornings or whatnot. Um, that's really important because if you don't have that, then, you know, you go to church on a Sunday morning 
And, you know, if you get there, like, right on time, you're not going to be able to talk to uh, people that are there. Um, and then when church is over, if you, like, leave, you know, you know, drive off, then you didn't actually, like, stay behind and try to get to know some people. So right. it's hard to get to know people if, you know, if you're only attending Sunday morning and Wednesday night and you're not getting there early and you're not staying later to talk to people. Yes. So um, the third kind of... Uh, category about what to look for and what really matters is the missions and evangelism. Mm-hmm. So basically, they can't just be um, hearers of the word. They got to be doers of the word. What the word says about, you know, sharing the gospel to people and uh, if the church is sharing the good news, making disciples and doing the mission of God. And so, like, try to see if there's opportunities to serve inside and outside the church. That's the key. Because some people only serve in church and they don't serve outside the church. And to see if that church is serving their local um, community in the area, um, as well as your own, you know, making sure that you do your part in serving your neighbors around you outside of the church as well. And so, if the church does not, you know, put a heavy... Um, emphasis on you know evangelism uh maybe maybe it's up to you to help them start one you know you know don't just leave because they don't have it maybe they didn't have the resources or they don't have the knowledge to do that but if you do you, you might be the one to start that wow that was really good yeah and so um with that that kind of boils it down so biblical preaching community and fellowship and missions and evangelism and the most important is do they put jesus at the center yeah Or do they, if they put coffee at the center or (laughs) other things like that, um, you might want to uh, move on. And so, you know, this is a really, really helpful thing that that we've really tried um, to work on, like basically boiling it down um, for you all. And we know that 2020 has been a really tough year. And I, I, I don't know if a lot of you have been looking for churches or um, I don't know, you know, and so we went through, like I said, like a six, a six month journey of looking for a church in our community. And this is kind of what we found along with talking to um, some mentors of ours about this topic. So Yeah. So one of the things I want to share before we move on on tips to look for a church, uh, I wanted to read at uh, chapter two, verses 44 through 47. So it says that, all who believed were together and had all things in common. They were selling their possession and belonging and distributing their proceeds to all as any one had needed. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their home, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. So that's basically the gist of, you know, church. <laughs> And so it's just those few uh, verses. Um, and so if you wanted to learn more about that or kind of di- have a little Bible study, I would just recommend you know, studying at, uh, chapter two. Yes. Thank you, Leanna. So um, here are some other kind of tips to whenever you're looking for a church. We're getting real here. Yes. Uh, so if you can, you know, find a church in your area um, or your community, then that's great. Um, another big thing this year with 2020, uh, and I guess moving in, into 2021 is that churches, a lot of churches went online and they had to, you know, because the churches were closed, you know, for, I don't know, several weeks, maybe months. 
And so there was no way to get connected. So they had to go online. And so it's difficult to figure out a church, like what their vision is, kind of how they are. Like, do they put Jesus at the center if you're only going online? Like you have to go in person to be able to figure to be able to figure this stuff out. You can read it online. They may have a really good mission statement, and they don't even like uh, follow through with it in person. And so that's what you have to really like keep in mind. And you know, like church guidelines and uh, the online and social distancing and masks have made it really difficult on people. Um, but it's there's still no excuses to actually going out and uh, looking for a church home. Yeah, if you're able to, if you're, you're if you're in that age group that, you know, you can go and attend church, you know, being careful, wearing your mask and social distancing, uh, it, it would be great for you to, like, get connected and, you know, actually see people's faces even with their masks on. Um, but if you're really feeling uncomfortable or fearful, you know, try to attempt going in person at least one time versus like watching online the whole time. You're saying, oh, that's my church when they don't even know you. You don't know them. Um, but maybe in a couple of weeks or a month, see if you can go out in faith while being careful uh, to attend church in person. If you've been watching online this whole time, because truly we really need community. We need fellowship with other believers and that's that's the only way we can live our life as christian and you know being in a bible believing church yes that's a really Um, important tip i know it's a little harsh yeah uh, if you're hearing it if you're fearful or uncomfortable um and i i know that some people may be using this you know situation as an excuse because they're afraid to go to church you know in general getting to know people again but you can do it um, just be safe and it can happen. Yes, it can. And also, um, another kind of tip on looking for a church is to pray about it. You know, while we were looking for a church for six months, Leanne and I did a lot of praying, um, and, you know, pray every step of the way through the church, church hunting process, you know, um, you don't have to do this alone and, um, the Lord will be there by your side. Um, and that's always really comforting to know that. And so, you know, um, if you're single or you have a family or you're just you and your spouse, um, just, you know, uh, pray to the Lord for, for a clarity, strength, and wisdom mm-hmm. whenever you, uh, start looking for a church, you know, and it'll really help you, um, define like what is really important um, yeah and it'll clear the fog and clear the dust so you can uh see with open eyes and an open mind as to like what exactly is going on here yeah uh, I, I think the other thing that's not on our outline that i just thought of um you know if you're looking for a church with your spouse like you said or your family you know maybe you try to get into an agreement of what you're looking for together first before you actually you know pitch a church to try out um so if one spouse or one person says oh i really want you know good worship but the other person like wants a you know a group to uh, be a part of like in the week and the other person doesn't like know that then you're you're not on the same page uh spiritually mentally all the things and the church uh, I guess hunting process is going to be a little bit longer and more difficult if you're not on the same page. Yes. So that's really important as well. Um, the other tip is to, if you're attending a new church and looking for a church home, try to attend for more than a month, I would say, to see if the church is for you or not before, uh, I guess, saying yes or no. 
Wow. Yes, that is very true. Um, we did that as well, too, like, by the way. I think there was one church where we only attended for, for a few weeks, um, but we tried to hold true to that rule or that tip as well, too. Um, and so another one that's real important yeah. when it comes to the perfect church doesn't exist is try not to to be nitpicking on like superficial things, you know, like the <laughs> outfits or like the trend or the coffee, like, is it good or is it from Starbucks or is it from <laughs> like Folgers and then, Ew. you know, <laughs> um, but try not to nitpick on superficial things, you know, because at the end of the day, that doesn't matter. But yeah. what really matters is, um, the Bible teaching like I said, and do they put Jesus at the center? Yeah. Uh, that's the most important thing. And so, you know, really be strict with that. Um, yeah. And if the sermons are entertaining or self-focused or self-helped, like try to avoid those. Yeah, um, try to avoid, you know, preachers that are like motivational speakers. They don't talk about the things that you need to work on. They talk about how good you are and, you know, you said to live your life, find your purpose when your purpose is in Jesus Christ himself. Yeah. Sorry, I was a little, I was a little harsh there, but um, the the other thing that I didn't mention in the uh, I guess two episodes ago, um, one of the truths that we attend with church number two, and I everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people there that were on stage or there like seemed like they had the perfect clothes on and like they were on trend, <laughs> and I felt the need to go buy some more clothes <laughs> so that I can be like on point and. I didn't tell David this until, like, I think last week when we were talking about this episode and planning this out. And he was like, what? I didn't know that. I was like, well, yeah, I mean, I just felt like I was, like, outdated or I didn't look good enough or... And I know that sounds bad. Like, I'm sure there are people out there that feel like they have to look a certain way to fit in in the church, and that's not true. Like, I mean, it's okay to want to look good, but if you're doing it for the wrong reason, then, yeah. So, wanted to share that. And hey, you maybe were struggling with this as well. Yeah. So and maybe it's a woman thing. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I guess men can struggle with that too. So I don't think you did. Eh, I mean, I don't know. For me, I'm okay. So, um, <laughs> so confident. But so that's real important, you know. Um, and what Leanna just talked about, like, you know, with like superficial things, like outfits and all that stuff. Like, and that's not just, why we left. It just so. doesn't matter, yeah. you know. Um, and so, you know, if you found a church home, so this is kind of in closing in this episode, but if you found a church home and the Bible pre- pre- preaching is on point, community and fellowships on point, missions and evangelism is on point, and most importantly, they put Jesus at the center, then, you know, stay committed and um, try not to leave if someone offends you or you're hurt or um, something doesn't go your way, you know, try to stick around and stay committed. Um, well, maybe and... talk it out with the person that you're hurt by or if you were kind of confused about what the pastor said and you didn't like it, but maybe you should wait after service or, you know, having a meeting with that person and ask them about what they said, like, and maybe, like, you didn't understand them or hear them correctly, and then you would have just left the church without, you know, trying to see if that was true or not. So I feel like one more thing is people tend to leave without telling that person what they said or did hurt them. They're like, oh, I didn't even know that. And so maybe that's something that they had to work on as well, and you're there to help them. 
Yeah. Um, and so, you know, if you do happen to leave a church, you know, uh, whether it's because you relocated or um, because of the like uh, uh, the, the philosophy ministry or the doctrine, then like leave in peace. You yeah. know, and so um, that's probably the best thing. Cause you, like, you don't want to burn any bridges with the people that you've developed really close relationships with. Um, and so, you know, if or if God called you to attend a new church, you know, um, then that happened too. that happens too. you know, so just leave in peace. Um, and so, yeah, I guess, uh, like we said many times, keep Jesus at the center. Yeah. And. What are the church's priorities and what's their vision? Yeah. And then you'll be good. And so we feel confident in you all if you are looking for a church. Um, get you know, creative during this time, too. Yeah. And get creative. Um, we've had to. So, mm-hmm. And we hope that this this little mini-series has helped you all. Um, we, we really felt called and led to talk about all this. And it's just been on our hearts for quite some time. We didn't know when we were going to talk about it. But uh, season three was the perfect um, opportune time to discuss this while we're talking about the gospel and, um, you know, going back to the basics. And this Mm -hmm. is one of the, uh, basics. Yeah. Yeah. So we hope that you enjoy this episode. Um, just share this if you really loved it or share it with someone that are, maybe, you know, that it's church honey as well. Uh, maybe they need to listen to this as well. Um, but yeah, so we hope that you love this episode. Um, yeah. Yep. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, the best way you can say thank you is to share your support. If you could take a quick screenshot of the episode, tag it at The Simple Mission, and share it online, it could make a huge difference for us, while also spreading hope and light to your friends and family. If you haven't done so, please just give us a star rating and a review on iTunes. This small act will take one minute of your time, but it could potentially change lives forever for the glory of God. Thank you for listening. See you next time.